0: QAnon is the single greatest information operation in the history of humanity. Our kids are not for sale! Our kids are not You know, currency of the elite basically is babies. Oh, yeah, no, 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 no. Drinking children's blood, adrenochrome, this stuff has been going on. Where we go one, we go all! There was a new phenomenon this week, something called QAnon. What exactly is QAnon, and why is it making headlines now? On Saturday, October 28th, 2017, an anonymous post on the message board Calm Before the Storm on 4Chan 4Chan, which is an anonymous online message board Claimed the arrest of Hillary Clinton was scheduled for the following Monday. The anonymous user claimed to be a high-level government insider, but signed the post only Q, a nod to Q-level security clearance, granted by the Department of Energy. An army of digital soldiers quickly began to research the questions that Q posed. We go. God bless America. And Trump began retweeting accounts associated with Q. Our president just gave the most damning Q proof ever. The president condemns and denounces any group that would incite violence. This is a militant group. There's been two murders tied to this group this year alone. We have an army of digital soldiers. You're dealing with one of the most experienced spies you're ever going to meet. It was meant to be kind of like a big joke. It's called QAnon, a fringe conspiracy theory that some have likened to an online religion. Well, I don't know much about the movement other than I understand they like me very much. As long as these drops are still continuing, it matters a lot. Because who's writing them and who is having all this influence? What exactly is QAnon and why is it making headlines now? everybody to another edition of down the rabbit hole it's good to have you along i hope you're having a great week hope everything is peachy cane in your world it's a crazy world it's an upside down world and uh, we're living through it you know on some level we're actually kind of lucky kind of privileged to be part of this flipping of society and being able to witness, be able to be a part of it, and, and hopefully be able to be part of the cure, and uh, something that we can, you know, our grandkids or whatever, can look back and say, oh yeah, my, my grandpa, my grandma, they told me about all of that, and how crazy it was, and how they had to fight for the right to, uh, to survive as a, as a free citizen of, of this world, <clears throat> and a free citizen of wherever you're at. I know we have listeners all over the world and um, every situation is different, but we're all human beings, and we all have a, a, a personal right, we all have uh, autonomy, we all have a right to our thought, we have a right to our uh, intellect, and a right to us, our citizenship, and we need to exercise those. I'll be getting into a lot more of that <clears throat> on the midweek edition but I'm Big D, and uh, Brandon is not here this week. He's, he is out and about. He's off doing something else, and I won't be here next week. So I will be handling today's show and the midweek show, and then vice versa for next week. Um, Brandon will fill in for me. I'm heading down to Texas, where I am currently putting together a situation for for my future. And I'm putting together a um, a little fortress <laughs> for myself and my wife and to, to face the oncoming storm that is hitting the shores of America. And um, we, we sat down about a year ago. We had a five-year plan, and we sat down about a year ago, and um, we moved it up because we saw what was coming. We saw what was happening. So tonight... Before we get into it, I want to just remind everybody that you can email us at downtherh at protonmail.com. Downtherh at protonmail.com. We always appreciate the emails that you send. And it doesn't even, you can request to be on the list should we get banned. And, uh, what our backup plan then would be just to record the show as we normally do. We're live every Sunday night from, uh, from 8 to 9 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on nwczradio.com. But we also record it and we put it up on the podcast, obviously, which is where a lot of you listen to it. And should the podcast censorship um, animals catch up to us, our plan then is to email episodes out to you should you want it. And it's very easy. Just email us down the RH at protonmail.com and say, I want to be on the list that's it. We'll put you on the list. We're not going to spam you, email you. We're not going to send out, uh, you know, requests for, for money or anything. We've never asked for money. We never will. And, uh, or if you have a question or you have a suggestion, something you would like us to look into, we're all about that. We love doing research. We love, there's a lot of conspiracy theories, a lot of strange incidents out there that we obviously, we don't hear about. And, uh, you know so we would love to check into those and and become educated and and share what we find with you so should that be the case feel free to email us and we do get a lot of emails and we appreciate that from all over the world it's fantastic it's it's kind of a cool community that that we're building and tonight <laughs> tonight could be the night although i don't think so i've been monitoring the whole situation with the the q movement and obviously they, they were sweeping bands, channels, anybody who mentioned Q on like YouTube, Facebook, uh, Twitter, a lot of these places, they just went through with a huge sickle and just swathed everybody out of there. And it was amazing to watch, watch in real time because I watched a lot of these channels and i have uh, been an, uh, an observer of q for a long time i'm not a follower of the movement i wouldn't say i'm a member of the movement but i've been curious and fascinated by it and i have been a close follower of it and i will explain that in a moment <clears throat> but so i know a lot of podcast sites a lot of uh, a lot of the social media sites are you know, we'll yank you down should you dare mention Q or QAnon, however you want to say it. And we'll get into the minutia of that here in a moment. But uh, hopefully, this isn't the one. I, I I think they've backed off a little bit. I think if you're just explaining Q, as long as as long as you're not, you know, acting as an interpreter of Q, and but we'll see. We're going to find out. We're I'm going to roll the dice on this episode and so fingers crossed that's thus the title the, the title of the episode I did not put the letter q in it just because they have they, they do have algorithms they have ai the that the sweeps through and, and they will flag you for stuff like that so but anyway let's go back to July of 2017 and my wife and I were on a a vacation And it was a great vacation, very cool. We love to travel. We love to travel all over the world. And we happen to be on the Isle of Lewis in Scotland. This is, um, if you know anything about Scotland, it's the on the, um, so it'd be the west coast of Scotland. And it is the top island on the west coast. Uh, There's like Lewis, there's Harris. uh, I think there's another one down there, Sky. So anyway, we're in the Isle of Lewis and there's one main t- one main town. It's the port town, it's where you land and it's called uh, Stornoway. We were on the opposite end of the island. We're in a remote village. And there was a reason we were there cuz my wife is really big into genealogy and her ancestors on her dad's side come from that area. And we found a lot of information. It was very it was fascinating. Really, really great trip. Anyway, we had rented a house in this small village, and when I say village, I mean there's like no store, no gas station, not even a post office. Nothing. It's just a little village of homes in this sort of um, kind of an inlet or a ba- or a small bay. They're all most of them are fishermen. There, they have something to do with the fishing industry. And uh, the owner of the house, he uh, he was um, so he and his brother. Owned the house because their parents had passed away, and we were literally the first ones to rent this house. Uh, once, th- once they had listed it, we got it off of Airbnb, and uh, so we were there for about I think four nights, and it was great, it was fantastic. Well, the one one of the brothers lived next door in a like an airstream trailer. It was part of the property. And he was uh he was kind of a quiet guy, but I would go out go out every morning and um, you know walk around a little bit get some fresh air and he'd be out there drinking coffee and so i I struck up some conversations with him, and uh, he became a little more and more unshy anyway one night he came over i I, t- I invited him over one night to hey come on over and uh you know i got some good scottish whiskey as we were traveling around let's let's share some he was all about that so he came over and i had made a concerted effort that i was not going to talk politics on this trip because it was very controversial if you remember when donald trump got elected it was very controversial everybody either loved it or hated it so i really didn't want to talk about it i was just there to enjoy uh, you know, immersing myself in the Scottish culture, traveling around, seeing all the sites, and I didn't really want to get into it. So he came over, and of course, you know, in the course of the conversation, one of, the f- one of the things that came up was he asked me, what do I think about Donald Trump? And <clears throat> tried to be, you know, a little bit, I'll just say, not evasive, but uh, vague, you know, it's pointing out, well, you know, some of the positives, some of the negatives, and we'll wait and see. Just uh, kind of noncommittal. And he jumped right in and said, well, oh, yeah, no, I love Donald Trump. I'm, I'm all about it. And, and it kind of surprised me because that was not the vibe I was getting from most of Europe. Mind you, our trip had started in, um, in England and moved to Ireland, and then we had gone over to Scotland, and that was not the vibe I was getting. And I asked him, why did he like Donald Trump so much? And he asked me if I had ever heard of Q. And I said I had not. I, I'd heard it. There was a magazine out at the time, and it was a, it was a British magazine called Q. And I said, uh, yeah, I'm familiar with the magazine Q, but I don't read it. And he laughed and shook his head. He said, no, 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 no. Q, it's, an, it's online. It's an online thing. And I, I confessed I had not heard of it. Wasn't aware of it. And he said, when you get write it down, when you get back to the States, look up Q on 4chan. Okay, well, I had heard of 4chan because I'd been involved in some chats in 4chan and was aware of it. And that was about all he wanted to talk about. He he said, I have, he says, I, I don't know how to explain it. I don't know how to talk about it. All I know is you need to go check this out. So okay. So when I got back to the States, I kind of forgot about it for a little bit. And then one day, uh, I was just surfing around, and it dawned on me, oh, check this Q thing out. And that was my introduction to Q on 4chan. And it was probably, by that time, September of 2017. And apparently, it had been going on since October. So October of 2017, for those of you who don't know, is uh, basically when Q, and Q is a a symbol, just the letter Q, which is a clearance given to high-security military personnel or a White House personnel. It's the highest security clearance I believe you can have. That's my understanding, or one of the highest. It's way up there. And so... This person or persons, and we'll kind of get in, dive into that, started posting on this blog site called 4chan under the letter Q. And so that's what, Q, so Q, when you hear about Q Anon, there's really no such thing as Q Anon. There's Q and then there are Anons. Okay. So Q is, A person or a series of persons, which is more my belief. I believe that there's more. I don't think Q is a singular person. I think Q is a series of people who go into the Q account and type things out. Some people believe Donald Trump himself has gone in and left messages. Some people believe it is a singular person. Some people believe. It's uh, it could be Mike Pompeo or you know, any number of people. The guesses are all over the board. I've I've heard Steve Bannon. Uh, I've heard uh, General Flynn. I've heard all. I've heard everything. I've heard everything. And uh, whether we will ever find out or not, re- honestly, I I don't know. So anyway, so Q started the post. The Anons were the people who were coming in and responding. So if you were an Anon, you were essentially somebody who was a follower or of interest to Q. You would interact with Q. And so that's the QAnon. One of the things you'll see around the QAnon movement or the Q movement is this WWG1WGA. And if you're curious what that stands for, it stands for Where We Go One, We Go All. And it is a it is something that Q would uh, often put in their post as a sort of a rallying cry, you know, uh, sort of a slogan. And it's become very, very popular. Where We Go One, We Go All. You'll see that a lot. WWG1WGA. So it's an interesting... I, I did a little bit of history, well, actually a lot of history diving into how this came about, why it came about, what it all means, because like I said, I've been watching Q, I'll call them Q pronosticators or Q decoders, people who read the Q posts, and then the, there's there used to be tons of YouTube channels, X22, Red Pill, Red uh, Pill. Praying medic, uh, just informed, talk, uh, on and on and on. It's tons, 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 tons of Q, uh channels and podcasts and YouTube's. And a lot of them have continued on. Whether they, the, some of them moved to Rumble, some have moved to Gab, some have moved to uh, different platforms. But because they got chased off of. You know, all the major platforms such as Facebook. There was a huge queue, QAnon uh, Facebook that had hundreds of thousands of people that just got wiped out in a second. Boom, gone. See you later. So, anyway, I've, I've been watching X22 Report, Justin Form, Talk, Praying Medic, these guys for a long time, mostly out of curiosity, some out of just some guilty pleasure because I find it entertaining. And there's uh, there's some things that I have discovered while watching them. I mean, this is long before, you know, all the controversy started out about Q and QAnon and, of course, leading up to the big supposed insurrection that happened on the 6th. And if you buy that that's an insurrection, I I, I really encourage you to dig into the details because what we're hearing about this being a... <laughs> an armed insurrection. There, were, there, there Nobody had guns. I don't think anybody they arrested or anybody in the crowd had a gun. The only person that actually got shot and killed was one person, and, and they were shot and killed by the police. All the other deaths were either medically, re- medically related, such as a stroke, heart attack. I think one lady got trampled, uh, which is sad. Obviously, those are all sad. But when they say this was a deadly insurrection, it's a lot of spin talk, and that that's what I have found out with a lot of things related to Q and the mainstream media. There's a lot of spin talk. There are problems with the Q movement, and I do think there are a lot of inconsistencies with Q and the Anons, but I also think it's been way overblown as to the danger, so so-called danger of this... Militant Q movement, but anyway, there's been a lot of celebrities who have you know spoken out in favor of Q, and I, I wrote down st- several that I could remember, Alex Jones being one, and and at one point Alex Jones even claimed that he was in contact with whoever whoever Q was, and I've heard that from several people. I've heard that from Simon Parks. I've heard that from uh now se- several different key characters around the q movement claims that they know who q is that they're in talks with q that uh, q you know calls them or whatever alex jones being one of them but he early on was a big proponent of q and then he backtracked later and uh, called it a conspiracy and basically walked away from it. Roseanne Barr, interestingly enough, has brought it up. Eddie Bravo, the comedian. I don't know if you know who Pete Evans is, but he's a celebrity chef. He was kind of in on it. Kurt Schilling, the former baseball player. General Flynn, I've heard him talk about it uh, many, many times. And uh, Sean Hannity has given some nods to it. He's given some some symbols, I will just say, on his show of wearing like the Punisher pin or the uh, WWG1, WGA, and several politicians have uh, given nods to the group as well. So I don't know if, you know, they really were in on it or they were just perpetuating it. This is one of the things you have to be careful with, the the Q movement, is I think a lot of these people who are well-known who sort of gave nods or subtle, subtle symbols out there to the Q movement. A lot of them, I think, they could have been playing, playing with the Q movement, not so much that they were a part of it or they, they had bought into it. I could be wrong, but that's my assessment because when, when, when things really started getting dicey and the, a, a lot of the, uh, the attention turned negative, on Q, the all of they they all bailed. They all bailed, and it is phenomenal about the Q and on the Q movement because the Q movement started off just on this pretty, you know, not very well known four chan, which later became eight chan. But uh, by September of 2020, according to the Pew Research, nearly half of the Americans, half of America. Had heard of Q or Qanon, and also around the world, a lot of people around the world logged in and were, were fascinated by this Q thing. It's it's bled over into into Europe, down into Spain, uh, all corners of the globe. So anywhere, basically anywhere there's an internet, and then of course you had the the believers and and the non-believers alike. I do also believe the like Eric Trump. And uh, some of some of Trump's kids strung along and played a lot with the Q theories, giving you know subtle nods here and there to it. A lot of people believe their part they, they could be, you know, on the Q train as far as being posters, people who post under the Q, the Q banner. We don't know. I, and I honestly we don't know if we'll i don't know if we'll ever know if we'll ever find out who the q posters are or were cuz q's gone silent if you in the year 2021 q hasn't posted once in fact i think it's since the election since right before the election q posted his last the last post i say he it could be a she it could be anybody but q posted the last post and they've gone silent so if you're listening to X22 Report or Justin Form Talk or Praying Medic or any of these right now it's pretty amazing to hear them try to continue this narrative when there's been no communication from Q there's been no post there's been nothing and what they're doing is taking current events and going back to old posts from 2017 2018 2019 and trying to make sense of what's going on today using all these old posts, and I'll I'll get to that in a moment because that is where I think things fall apart for me regarding the Q movement and a lot of these pronosticators of Q. The um, I, I found some interesting things out about Q that I was I was not familiar with. The um, one of the guys so. There's a documentary right now going on on HBO, and I, I've watched a couple of the episodes. I didn't think it was that well done, honestly. <clears throat> and it, but if you don't know anything about Q, it's probably a you know a nice a little refresher. They they kind of give some history of it, and it, it's definitely slanted. You knew it would be, but it's got it's not terrible. It's got some decent information, and they claim that they have uh, basically zeroed in on who Q is and they believe that it is this guy named Ron Watkins. And I and honestly in all my time of you know watching and observing this whole phenomenon that is Q, I had never heard this guy's name. So I was shocked and I had to I was like who is this who is this guy? Well, <laughs> Ron Watkins is uh was I, th- I believe if I get this correct, his dad was heavily involved with in and starting the the whole 4chan site. and that um, he was a, a a website administrator, I believe. and they've pulled off they've pulled out some of his, I'll just say personal post and personal, messages to other people that were not under the Q post, and they were posted before the Q post, and they've basically kind of, uh, they, they they cross over, right? The language is the same, it's uh, the, the similar claims, and so forth, so that that's the main reason that they're giving, and they did an interview with him, I watched it. And of course, he didn't say yes or no. He just said, "Oh, you think you know who? You, you have it narrowed down." They ha- they said they have it narrowed down to three people. He's one of them, and um, I don't know. His name's Ron Watkins. I don't, I don't know that much about him. I did some research on him. He's a young guy, and I don't know. He would have to be, he would have to have a lot, a lot of inside information to, to pull off what Q has posted over the years. Because that is one thing that's been pretty consistent and pretty informative about the Q post are the details that whoever it is has of what's going on behind the scenes. You know, specific events, specific dates and times. That would be hard to come up with. Another one that they've come up with is a guy named Coleman Rogers and Coleman, Coleman Rogers. This is another one where I'm like, I don't, I don't know where they, they came up with this because they basically say that he, uh, well, he's denied it. And um, of course they they're saying that he, again, they've gone to Facebook and lots of other different places where he's posted things as, as himself and then looked at what Q has posted in the, the chat rooms and they mirror each other. Well, again, I, I don't know. I, I, I've never heard of this guy either. So those those are two right there, Coleman Rogers and Ron Watkins. Me personally, I don't think it's either of them. And again, I I, I don't I don't really know if we're ever ever gonna, gonna find out who. Q really is. It's interesting. It's this famous clip of them asking Donald Trump if he's familiar with Q, if he is Q. And he has said on multiple occasions that he doesn't know very much about Q, doesn't really know anything about him, except that (laughs) that they like him. And I find that hard to believe. So that's where I think there may be some credibility to some of the Q post, and some of the inside information coming from the, I'll just say, the Trump administration. But basically, in a nutshell, what it is, if you really would get down to the nuts and bolts of it, the whole Q post phenomenon is really about this sort of biblical war between good and evil. And you have what is typically referred to as the deep state, the Democrats, the um, uh, the globalists, the elitists, are running a cabal, and Donald Trump is the savior, and Donald Trump and the patriots. And if you're in a non, if you're part of the group, you're part of the patriots. So it's Donald Trump... And his crew, which is this, uh, w- which is part of part military, and part of it are um, world leaders, and part of it are uh, some of our politicians who are fighting this sort of <laughs> this war that we can't see, and they call they're they're fighting what they, they consider to be the invisible enemy. Now, there's some credence to that. We all know that there is an invisible government. We all know that there, there's a cabal that is running the world, thats they're, they're making decisions, and they are trying to create a one-world system. That's, that's not even a secret. Just look at the World Economic Forum and uh, look at uh, the UN uh, 2025 or UN 2030. Look at what Bill Gates is doing. Look at what Soros is doing. Look, look, at all the, look at all the key players and see what they're doing. And so I don't think that, that is a true statement that they are trying to control the world. Now, whether Donald Trump is the savior and is leading the charge to destroy them, that I, I'm not a, I, I don't know. I think he did. I think when he was when he was in office. But there's a lot of things that he didn't do as well. And this is my problem with Q. Q may has made a lot of statements, factual statements about Hillary Clinton getting arrested, about um, Epstein, about Ghislaine Maxwell, about uh, all these deep state puppets, about uh, Nancy Pelosi, about Chuck Schumer, about. Um, Joe Biden about all of these characters who are in their view are destroying America. That they're shaking in their boots, they're scared to death, they're always um, they're terrified because Trump is sort of this all knowing. He's almost like God, if you really read into the post, uh, especially if you listen to X twenty two. The X twenty two report is they do this all the time. They'll go back and read a post from like us like say two thousand eighteen. And they will say, oh, and I believe, you know, Trump knew this. So it'll be something about what's happening today. Something will happen in real time today. They'll go back to a post and read it and go, yep, Trump knew this was going to happen. Trump knew the election was going to be st- stolen. Trump knew that, uh, and it had to happen. They always, This is famous too. Oh, this had to happen because you have to show the people. The people have to know what it's like. They have to know what it's like without Trump. They have to know what it's like, you know, to be under the thumb of this, you know, world cabal. And when when it gets too much, when it gets to the precipice, he's going to come riding in on a white horse and stop it all. And they're just waiting for the right moment and the right time and on and on and on. Well, I mean, if you want to believe that, I'm not going to tell you no. But there are some key things when you watch the pronosticators of the Q movement that I think you really need to to zero in on. One of the things that they're f- very fond of saying is, "I do believe so." That quote right there, "I do believe so," or "I think so." or we'll wait let's let we'll see. you know, because that is an opinion. So what they do is they take factual events. And they take some random post from two or three years ago, and they'll say, "Does this mean this?" I do believe so. Okay, well, that's a belief that they may believe so, but that doesn't make it factual. The other problem I have is I I I can't even count how many times that in listening to the Q observers, pronosticators, the 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 Q host will uh, make a prediction, or it'll be a prediction by Q and when it doesn't come to and they will build up to it big time. Oh, the storm's coming. Here comes the storm. The arrests are happening. The everybody's shaking in their shoes. Trump's about to do this and 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 you know the Supreme Court's going to do this and uh, William Barr's going to do this and it's all happening right now. It's happening in real time. The Marines are out there d- doing this. And when it doesn't happen and when it doesn't when it doesn't exist they just drop it case in point when the uh, so when the covid started and we were in the early days of it and LA and New York Trump sent the the two the mercy and the comfort the big ships to uh, the ports to act as hospitals well, according to several channels I was watching at the time, they claimed that th- that was just a cover. That, that was actually not for COVID. That this was to, ha- this was to house all of the sex tra- trafficked kids and women. Uh, the Marines were were doing this um, undercover operation. They were going down into the tunnels, and they were going to because there were some Q posts about bringing all these. Uh, these kids and uh, the, the sex workers, the sex trafficked people out into the light, out of the tunnels. And that's what these boats were really for that they were going, that they were putting them in, in strategic locations. The Marines were out there rounding up all these people and they were going to put them on these ships to uh, sail them out of there and to, to help them and so forth. Well, that didn't happen. And people say, well, how do you know it didn't happen? How do you, how do you know they, they weren't on there? Well, because it nothing happened. There were cameras on it 24 hours a day. They were watching these things 24 hours a day. And there were no streams of people. They didn't even put COVID patients in there. A, a few in New York, but not much. The one in L.A., I think, sat untouched. And then they, they sailed away. Not a word after that. Zero zip nodded. They didn't go back and and explain it. They didn't go back and... I'm talking about the Q pronosticators. Nobody touched it. So I have a problem with that. I also have a problem with all of the so-called predictions of these arrests. These arrests, there's been dates put on them, primarily for Hillary Clinton, primarily for the, uh, the, like Ghislaine Maxwell, when she was out on the run, uh, supposedly when... uh, when Jeffrey Epstein was in jail, they had, you know, Oh, they've got it all. They've got everything. They had, uh, Anthony Weiner's laptop was going to blow the lid off everybody. Uh, the, all the tapes that Epstein had was going to blow the lid off. Everybody. Bill Clinton's going down. Everybody's going down. And so, and, and maybe, but what what's the holdup? It's been years now, years. So, so there's a lot of that. I think a lot of times people go in, and I don't blame, I don't blame people for this, but I think a lot of people go into the queue uh, and, and they, they follow queue because they're confused, they're scared, and they don't like what's going on here in the real world. They don't like what's happening from our government, from the world governments. They don't like the way America's going. And I don't blame them. I don't either. But then they go into these and they have an open ear for what they want to hear. And, and there's, that's, a real, that's a real big difference from actually hearing what's really being said, right? Uh, and again, like I said, if you really believe that Donald Trump, whatever, in 2016, 2017, sat down with his staff and mapped out the next four years knowing every single thing, that the Democrats were going to do, that the deep state was going to do. And all of this is of no surprise that uh, Trump knows everything that's going on. And, you know, he just decided to lose the election. He he decided to not arrest people because, well, you know, we just got to let it play out. And we have to let the people know and we have to let the people experience it. And the other thing they say a lot is that people are waking up. Oh, people are always waking up. They're seeing it with their own eyes and they're they're starting to question, you know, what's happening in your own little circles. That's true. You know, I think if people are bent towards that, if people who are already, uh, you know, questioning things, then yeah, they might tip into the queue or dip into it and go, mm, yep, kind of makes sense. But if you get outside of your bubble, get outside of your uh, conservative bubble, get outside of the Q bubble. Nobody's seeing anything. I have a lot of friends who don't even know who Q is. They they think Biden's doing a great job. They love everything that's happening. They they have no problem with what's going on, you know, on the border or around the world or whatever. They love Fauci. They they think you know COVID's real. The, the whole thing is they're all on board and nobody they're not waking up. So I think when you get into a a little bubble like that, there's some danger there because you're in an echo chamber. And you can't afford to be in an echo chamber because then you're just hearing what you want to hear and you're seeing what you want to see. And because there's been so many posts that have been posted by Q, you can fit it almost into everything. And a lot of it is very cryptic. A lot of the posts by Q are very cryptic, and so it's left to interpretation, and that's the key word: interpretation. And so, because many people have become so accustomed to letting, uh, praying medic, uh, you know, X twenty two, just informed talk, all these, all these channels, because we we a lot of people have given them the credibility to interpret for them. Rather than interpreting yourself or looking into it, being critical critically minded about it and uh, you know digging into the details on your own, you're allowing these people to tell you what they think about it and we give them credence right and and that's easy to do that, that's that's it's, I'm not knocking anybody for doing that. that's easy to do, but honestly I think it's lazy. I think it's lazy, and I think you need to be uh, a little more aware of, you know, how they're manipulating just as much as what they're claiming is being manipulated. Now that being said, are there some truths in Q? Absolutely, and I have that is that is the one thing that I have found fascinating about this whole movement is there are a lot of things. That's why I do think. There's somebody or some persons who do have some sort of inside information or some sort of inside knowledge. And if it is a real person, if it because I've also heard it could be a quantum mechanic. It could be a quantum computer. This is another theory out there that Q is actually a quantum computer where they put in scenarios, it spits out likely, uh likely resolutions to problems or situations going on and then it gets posted as Q again don't know i just know that that is something that's out there but it has a q has been uncannily uh, um accurate on several things so obviously there's some truth to it there's some credence to the whole q observations of what's going on, and has given really good insight, I think, to a lot of things that the mainstream media won't cover that um, uh that go on <clears throat> behind the scenes, and some of it has actually come true oddly enough. <clears throat> The whole Q thing got wrapped up with the, the Pizzagate thing. A lot of people don't realize this. The whole Pizzagate, all that started before Q. But Q sort of took up the mantle on the Pizzagate, and this is where you're going to hear a lot of people who really are against Q or the Anons <clears throat> is they will say, wow, they just believe that all the Democrats are pedophiles, blood-drinking uh, you know." uh Satanist and and that's all they are. Well no that's not ever that's not what Q has ever said. And also Q never said to drink bleach to cure COVID, <laughs> which is another thing I see all the time. Oh Q is crazy because Q, the Q uh the Q followers, they were trying to get everybody to drink bleach. But um I, and I've never found that. I've never found that post. I've never found anything remotely like it. And I do believe there are is a uh behind the scenes uh high level sex trafficking and sex trafficking of kids. I don't think that's a secret. I think there's we you see it in the news all the time, but it's not big news. You have to really go looking for it. Constantly there are sex rings and child sex trafficking rings being broken up all around the world including in the US. And a lot of them, a lot of times they involve high profile people, and it is a common tactic in um, from nation to nation. It's called honey potting, where the Russians or the Chinese or whoever will get a politician into a compromising position with somebody they shouldn't be with, whatever their fetish is, and they will uh, they'll take pictures or or they will blackmail them. It's been going on since dawn of time, so it's there and and for people to say, wow, that's insane that that Q claims all these things and and there's no proof." It's the proof is there. It's just they're very well protected at the top, and I don't I don't think I'm like going way out on a limb to uh to proclaim that. I, I believe it's f- pretty obvious and. Yeah, I mean, some other truths that that Q has put out there. uh, They've called um, uh, they've called accurately uh, some events that happened in Donald Trump's presidency. They and some things that you know uh, that the media are are missing. That um, you know they refuse to cover. That would come out later. Hunter the 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 Hunter Biden laptop, one of them. You know, a lot of it's kind of starting to trickle into the mainstream media. Uh, that was a big thing. Uh, Q called that. Q called um, Joe Biden being uh, compromised by money from China, and th- that's starting to come out. So, so, but I think a lot of it. Uh, I could go to Steve Bannon, Steve Bannon, who does the War Room, who was in on, in on the uh, was on the Trump team when he was elected. He's been talking about this for years as well. There's been books written about it. So it's been below the surface for a long time. It just hasn't been uh, in the mainstream, which is why I don't trust the mainstream, and I think the mainstream media is a joke. They have an agenda. But I think Q has an agenda as well. And so, uh, I, you know, I could, I I don't know. I guess at the, at the bottom line on the whole Q thing is yeah, there's some truth to it, but I also think there's a lot of misinterpretation of it. I also think that if you are bought fully in, like you're in the Q cult, and I know people like this. I know people who are all in on Q. They believe everything. And they believe they're part of the, you know, they're, they're one of the patriots. And they're going to, you know, save America. Well, great. I, I'm, I'm okay. I'm fine with that. I'm fine with you being a part of it. I'm fine with you, you know, believing it if you want to, because that's your choice. But what I have a problem with is just this sort of like glazed over look that that a lot of the 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 anon's get when you dare challenge Q. Because Q is not infallible. Q has made a lot of mistakes. And a lot of the people that cover Q that are the so-called Q experts have made a lot of mistakes, too. In fact, I, I listened to the X-22 report uh, maybe three three times, maybe four times a week, and, and I found it almost insufferable lately because he's all over the place because there have been no posts from Q, and you know Donald Trump's out of the office. He's obviously not president anymore. There was no military uprising. Joe Biden got... You know, he 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 is the president. Kamala Harris is the, you know, vice president, and and nothing's changed. But according to them, it, it wasn't real. It was all fake, and it's still fake. And actually, Donald Trump's really in charge. He's not. He's not. He's not in charge. Joe Biden and the regime is in charge, like it or not. And so a lot of that stuff, I think they get lost in another world i think i think a lot of the the hardcore q followers uh, kind of they they put so much into it and when it didn't end up like it was promised they they can't get out of it which is kind of cultish it's very cultish in my in my opinion i think you know i think you you got to be healthy in in anything that you're looking at i mean i'm a christian and I, I'm very. I try to be very healthy. In, you know, the people I listen to who are quote interpreters of the Bible, or who are telling you know what to me, telling me what God's telling me, or what God wants me to do. Uh, I, I'm very careful about that because there, you know, it, there's a lot of people out there who have alter, alternative motives, ulterior motives. Or believe something that you know is really important to them, but it's it, it's their opinion, and I think Q is a lot a lot, or the Anons are a lot of opinions, lots and lots of opinions. One of the things I found interesting is like what's going to happen now with the whole Q movement because it's, they're basically being strung along. Nothing's happening. A lot of the things that they they claim are are or we're building up. To this. It, it hasn't happened. It was going to build up to that. Had, it hasn't happened. And I've, I came across this and I was not aware of this, but I find it fascinating uh, because I'm looking to see like what's going to happen with the whole Q movement and especially if Q stays silent because Q seems to have disappeared. So there's this thing called the it's the S A B M Y K Sab Network, and apparently a lot of the Q Anon or the Q and the Anon community is moving over to this um, this network. Uh, first of all, there's uh, some of them are heading over to the uh, British Patriots Party. Which you know, fine. Cause like I said, there's a lot of a lot of Europeans over there. It's the British first movement, and um, you know that's that's neither here nor there. But this one is it's uh, it's quite weird. There's an Iranian artist who lives in Germany. It goes by the name of Princess Amelie Akamenez, and it's spelled A C H A E M. E N E S. So if I'm butchering the name, my apologies. Now she claims to be the descendant of Persian royalty and she, that George Soros in 1992 gave her an ancestral the ancestral sword of Shuanaz, Shuanawaz. it's S H A W U N A W A Z. Shuanawaz. And so he gave it to her. And uh <laughs> so I don't know how George Soros got involved in this or not. I, I don't know. But it says here one of the most prominent of her admirers is America is the American George Soros, who's said to have bid an enormous amount of money on the uh on a night with her in 19, 1992, and among other things gave her the Shamanawas, an ancient pre- precious sword that is said to have belonged to her ancestors. However, it's not clear whether Soros had advertised for himself or on, beh- on behalf of a client from the Rothschild family. In any case, a few months later, he, entrusted, he was entrusted with the Rothschild's asset with which he had successfully speculated against the uh, pound and the D mark. The artist, who was an avowed pacifist, destroyed the valuable sword by having it cut into small pieces, which she wrapped in capsules and attached to her paintings and scattered all over the world. Um, And so she has this website and she promotes these fables. Uh, She's a pacifist, anti-war, on and on and on. But nobody knows if she's actually real. And... So at least it says at least one of her accounts that inter- at least one account that interacted with her on Twitter July 2020 appears to have been created for the purpose with a corresponding Facebook account created on the same day. The uh, it remains distinctly possible that the character of Princess Amelie herself is a fictional creation. The myth of Shawanawas only began to receive wider exposure December of 2020 when the operation moved to Telegram and adopted the strategy of piggybacking on QAnon and other conspiracy beliefs to draw in users. And it's this... uh... So it started off as her being this sort of messianic figure who was going to sort of take the place of Donald Trump to save the world. And according to this article, recent posts regarding this lady have become increasingly militaristic in tone, with four new channels that claim to be one of the 12 generals of Sabmyk, S-A-B-M-Y-K. One recent post urges subscribers to respond to Trump's impeachment by going on the attack against his accusers. And, and then it goes on and on about how a lot of the QAnon, or the, the Anons, the Q people, have moved over to this uh, Facebook and Twitter accounts, and she's on some other, uh, I think, Gab and some other things. And so a lot of people have moved over to this, which then tells me that they're just looking, they're really actually, a lot of these people are looking for answers. They're looking for uh, something to feel a part of, something to feel like they're actually saving the planet, saving the world without actually doing anything. And that's what I find a lot of these These groups, these online groups, these online chat groups, these online, um, you know, I I guess prediction sites, a lot of people go in there and I see their comments and they, they comment a lot about, you know, how terrible the world is, how terrible certain politicians are, how uh, you know, about the child sex rings and about the, the Satanists that are in control and Soros and on and on and on and on and on. But they don't do anything. They're, they're not doing anything. They're just, they, they, a big thing is somebody's got to do something about this. So I think a lot of this is where people can go in and they feel like they're part of a movement and they feel like they're part of solving something without actually doing anything. That's a personal assessment on my part. That's an observer, observation that I've made. Uh, also, one of the things that I found interesting was leading up to the uh, election in a lot of the the anon uh, posts, they were talking about the uh, a Trump card. Trump was waiting to play the Trump card. You know, when all of his options were done, he was going to pull out the Trump card, and snatch victory from uh, from Joe Biden, and he was going to be the president again, and you know everything would go back to hunky dory land. And one of the funnier posts I ever saw was somebody posted, <clears throat> "Well, what if the Trump card turns out to be the Joker?" It's. <laughs> And, uh, unfortunately, you know, for those, for those of you who, you know, wanted Trump, I was one of them, not because I like him as a person, but I liked, um, his policies. And I think we're seeing the disastrous results of what's going on with the Joe Biden administration. But, and I do, you know, if you really want to get into one of these days, we can get into the election, And, you know, my thoughts on that and what happened there. But I think it's still playing out. I think there's a lot of things that are going on that are going to come out about that, which is why I really haven't talked about it much, because I think that is a fluid situation. And I think there's going to be uh, a lot of information that that comes out over the next year and maybe even two years. That's going to um, be very, very, very interesting. So. Anyway, those are my thoughts on the whole QAnon movement. Agree or disagree, feel free to email me at uh, downtherh at protonmail.com. Again, I find the whole Q thing fascinating. I think it's very interesting. I have learned a lot from listening to uh, some of the pronosticators, some of the, the, the Q interpreters. I have also... I think a lot of people have been misled by them because they they go all in on it and they don't come in with critical thinking skills or with any kind of rational uh thought skills and they just they buy it hook line and sinker and that's a danger on anything. That's a danger in just even listening to us. If you know something different or you have, you know, different uh you, you can point to facts or you know something that we're missing. Hey, we are more than willing to take a look at it, and if it changes our mind, our opinion, or whatever, that's what it's about. That's what information is. That's why it's important that you do a lot of research, that you don't rely on just bulletin-point mainstream media or, or, or articles or headlines or little blurbs on Facebook or Twitter or whatever. We've, be, we've become the society that takes a headline and, and we act like we're informed. You know, we, we read a couple of lines about a, a story and, and we feel like we can go to work and, and we're informed about the situation when we're not. We're absolutely not. And a lot of times, you know, it, it's, it's embarrassing to, to when you actually do know something about something. You talk to somebody who thinks they've got it all figured out and you realize they're just they're spouting you know, bumper sticker slogans or, or you know, bulletin points from the, the news the night before. And we've got to be smarter than that, people. We, we really do. So I'd be curious what your thoughts are on the whole Q movement. In, in the end, honestly, I don't know if we'll ever find out who Q is or who they are. It doesn't really matter to me. Uh, i think even from the beginning in observing it uh, I, I found it it's it's certainly a phenomenon it's an internet phenomenon unlike we've ever seen uh i think it is a, a psychological operation on some level even if it, even if they thought they were doing something good it's definitely it's a psyop there's no doubt about it and uh, there are positive psyops and there's negative psyops and i think it's yet to be determined I would just say if you are a really heavy-duty, big-time Q follower, I don't have a problem with that either. <clears throat> I just say be open-minded. You're, you're asking others to be open-minded about Q. You should be open-minded about it yourself. And really, really look at Don't just pass off uh, misinformation or things that don't come true as, well, it might happen down the line Or uh, you know, well, will it it just disappear? You know that information disappears, and uh, we're on to the next thing. On to the next thing. Be real, be realistic about it. And uh, so, anyway, those are my thoughts on Q. I find it fascinating. I've been I've been following it for a long, long time. I would not say I'm a Q follower. I wouldn't even say I'm a Q believer. I've often said I'm a Q observer. And I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Well, I hope everybody has a a great week. I will be back with you on Wednesday. And what if there was a book that was written in the 70s that most people have never heard of, and it was put out by the government that explained exactly what was going on today. And when they asked the authors about it at the time, they all denied being a part of this project well this book exists and we're going to talk about it on Wednesday it is fascinating and we'll get caught up on all the craziness going on around the world involved with the uh, the the covid and the lockdowns and the passports that are coming our way and all the insanity that we're going to have to deal with coming in the near future and how we can how we can guard ourselves against that so i hope you have a great week I will see you back here on Wednesday. I'm Big D, and this has been another edition of Down the Rabbit Hole.